you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Yo, it is Friday. You hear the drums, you hear the bass, you hear the horns. You know what it's time for. It's the Stardom Sit'em Show. Glad you could be here. My name is Marcus Grant. He is Michael F. Florio. We're going to talk about starts and sits. It's in the title of the show. Uh, we have reached double-digit weeks of the fantasy season. It's kind of amazing. It's both amazing and like a blur all at the same time. It is. Uh, it is also still a reminder that we still have like two more months left of this thing. There's still <laughs> like eight weeks left in this season. So for as far as we have gone, we still almost have that much far to go. But we are going to get through a whole lot of things. We're going to do the top starts and sits of week 10. We're going to tell you who's going to pile up the points. Plus, we're going to help you deal with all these midseason injuries that I'm sure are driving you nuts because they are driving us nuts. But first, let's look at some starts and sits. You can, of course, read all of Florio's starts and sits at NFL.com slash start sit. See how that works. Let's look at some quarterbacks for this week. Who's up and who is down? I'm starting Dak Prescott. Look, I know Jared Goff is an indoor cat, but he's basically going to have a home game uh, against the Chargers, so start him. I I'm not sitting the best rookie quarterback in quite some time in C.J. Stroud. Brock Purdy is back off the bye and back into your lineup, and I'm willing to give Geno Smith one more chance this week because of the matchup. My sits, Kyler Murray, I'm excited he is back, but I think he's a sit. Sam Howell, just because the Seahawks secondary has been so strong as of late, and that is a tough place to play. Deshaun Watson, because Ravens, and Jordan Love, because, well, himself. Ah, there you go. That's that's pretty much all you got to say about that one. Uh, let's go back, though, to the Brock Purdy, because the Niners... A little bit on the struggle bus right now. They've lost three in a row. Brock Purdy has not played particularly well. On paper, the, the Jaguars force a lot of turnovers, which is so, sort of worrisome. But I guess on the upside, it uh, looks like Debo Samuel is back, which also helps. Yeah, his numbers when Debo plays compared to when he doesn't are much better. Plus, I mean, he has topped 18 fantasy points in four of his last six games. I know there was two down ones there, but overall, this is a, a quarterback I think you could trust on an offense that you can 100% trust. And don't overlook the fact that he's been averaging like close to 40 rushing yards per game in his last three weeks. That is huge. That was actually the most amongst quarterbacks in that span. And then... 
The Jags struggle against the pass a little bit. They're going to put up points of their own. I think this is a week where it could be a little bit of a back and forth game, and you want to start both of those quarterbacks. It's going to be a very interesting game to watch for sure. Uh, side note, all of Brock Purdy's interceptions this season have come with Debo Samuel not available for the 49ers. So uh, we'll see if that changes things for Purdy this week. On the other side, we have been waiting all of this time for Kyler Murray to come back and play. He's excited about it. Uh, I know head coach Jonathan Gannon's like, don't expect to see you know the previous Kyler Murray, at least not yet. And Kyler's like, whatever, man, I'm doing it. He's going to pull a Leroy Jenkins and just run out there. Uh, but you're saying that we should at least wait one more week before we start him. I think so. I mean, you got by nine weeks without Kyler Murray already, and there's a lot of good streaming options this week. So what's one more week? The, the way I look at it is you sit Kyler Murray. If he plays well on your bench, you have a starter the rest of the way that you could plug into your lineup. But last season and in his career, 30% of his fantasy points have come on the ground, what he gives you with his legs. I am not so sure we're going to see Kyler Murray running as much as he normally does first game back off of the ACL. And don't forget that last year he averaged the fewest fantasy points per game since his rookie year had the lowest pass yards per game in his career. But again, Geno Smith, uh, there's there's Baker Mayfield, Will Levis, Brock Purdy, Josh Dobbs. There's good streaming options this week, which means I think you could be patient with Kyler. So if you are stashing Kyler, you can stash him for one more week. But something to note, uh, throughout his career, he has always been a top seven fantasy quarterback in terms of points per game. So maybe you wait one more week, but then uh, maybe you, you, you take the leash off and you let Kyler Murray go when he's back in your lineup. Those are the guys throwing the football. Let's look at some of the guys who will be catching the football. Who are your starts and sits at wide receiver? Christian Kirk, who just dominates against zone coverage, gets a lot of that against the Niners. DeAndre Hopkins has looked like a new wide receiver with Will Levis there. He's very much so in play. Michael Pittman Jr. in a great matchup. So much volume goes his way. Tyler Lockett, because the Seahawks matchup cannot get any better this week. Tank Dell uh, very much so in play as well. My sits. Christian Watson because Jordan Love. Zay Flowers has a very tough matchup against the Browns. And talk about tough matchups. Jacoby Myers has the toughest matchup for a receiver against the Jets. And then Jahan Dotson or Johan Dotson. Just because, again, the, the Seahawks secondary has been very good. Seahawks secondary has been very good. But uh, let's talk about Tank Dell because he was the wide receiver one last week. A recipient of the huge game that C.J. Stroud had. And no Nico Collins this week. Uh, on paper, it's not necessarily a easy matchup against the Bengals, but volume seems to be in play here as well. And that's the thing. And, and I wrote about it in the article. Like when you have an offense this young, a rookie quarterback, now a rookie wide receiver one with no Nico Collins there, there's going to be volatility. Lou Anaramo is a great defense coordinator, makes life tough on quarterbacks, but the Texans have completely abandoned the run. I think they're going to have to throw to keep up with Joe Burrow and that Bengals offense. And Dell is just going to get a lot of volume as I, I believe the top target for CJ Stroud this week. He's already top 20 fantasy points Three times, uh, th th again, I just think the upside is far too high for a week with all these buys and injuries and all that. Like, I'm starting Noah Brown in a couple of places. I'd be ecstatic to have Tank Dell as an option. Absolutely. If you got Tank Dell, this is a week to get him in there. Uh, side note, I also really like, well, well, we'll see. Maybe we get to tight ends a little bit later, uh, and I will uh, I'll hold on for that there. That's called a tease. That's called a tease, folks. Get on board with it. Uh, let's keep another <laughs> wide receiver uh, in focus here, and that is Christian Kirk going against the 49ers. Normally, we look at the 49ers, we're like, mm, I don't want any part of that, but Christian Kirk seems like a really viable option this week. Yeah, and 
I mean, the 49ers, as great as their defense was the first few weeks of the season, as of late, they have been struggling against the pass. And I think that bodes well for Christian Kirk. But I, I got to it a little bit earlier. They He thrives against zone coverage. He is the... Jaguars leader in every passing stat, uh, receiving stat, I mean, against zone coverage. He has over 100 more yards than anyone else on the team. The 49ers run zone coverage 77% of the time. League average is 71. So in a game where I think the Jags could uh, struggle to establish the run, maybe they throw a little bit more. Christian Kirk is the wide receiver to feel good about this week, not Calvin Ridley. He's gotten a lot of looks from Trevor Lawrence, and he runs routes in that area of the field where the 49ers have been vulnerable. If they can get some good matches. Uh, even against those good Niner linebackers, I think Christian Kirk can have himself a really nice day this week. We are just getting started here. We have plenty more to do on this show. We will talk about some running backs and tight ends. Plus, we go behind the velvet ropes to get into club dubs. Stick around for more of the Stardom Sit'em Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Starts at running backs for Week 10. Go! Trusting the Falcon and B. John Robinson, what could go wrong? Uh, <laughs> Rashad White, very much so in play against the Titans, who have struggled against the run. Ramadre Stevenson, they're throwing him the ball more, and that is all that matters. So he's a start. James Cook... Ah, just because of the match, I've given him one more chance. My sits, uh, the Gus Bus, Gus Edwards is a sit. Both, well, it doesn't look like Damian Pierce is going to play, but Devin Singletary is a sit, as is Kareem Hunt for me. And then that other spot was for the Panthers running backs. I I will, uh, that one worked out. Yeah, it worked out. I mean, nobody was starting Chuba Hubbard or Miles Sanders anyway, so I think you're in the clear there. All right, let's let's just get this out of the way. We got to talk about Bijan Robinson because here's the thing: Bijan Robinson is good at football. We all know he's good at football. I think even Arthur Smith knows that he's good at football. But because Arthur Smith is playing like seven-dimensional chess, he doesn't play Bijan Robinson. But that doesn't mean that we can't start Bijan Robinson. My favorite thing of the week was Arthur Smith came out and was like, "Tyler Algier is one of the best 
goal line running backs in the league. And the fantasy community was like, yeah, look at all these stats that show that Bijan Robinson is better on the goal line and better in short yard situations. Uh, you can never trust Arthur Smith to do the right thing, but I don't think that matters this week. Even on limited touches, I think Bijan Robinson should be able to have a very good game. The Cardinals are in the top three in fantasy points allowed to running backs this season. Since week five, they've allowed the second most Rushing yards to the position. Bijan gets involved a bit in the passing game as well. My bold prediction this week is Bijan has his first career game with 100 yards and a touchdown. That should have happened in like week three, not week 10, but I'll, I'll take it when I can get it. I mean, this week we had Arthur Smith saying that Bijan has value, uh, you know, because he opens up space when he is away from the ball. Or you could give him the ball and let him be really good at what he does, which is run and catch and score touchdowns. But, you know, what do I know? I just talk about fake football for a living. I love Arthur Smith drafting Bijan Robinson and using him like a three and D NBA player. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, just throw me completely off my game. Uh, Gus Edwards against the Browns. I mean, Gus has been great scoring touchdowns. He's actually been a really uh, top level PPR running back for the last couple of weeks. But dot, dot, dot Browns. Yeah, that's the whole thing for me is, and, and as good as Gus Edwards has been lately, a lot of it has come because of the touchdowns that he has scored. He has five touchdowns in his last two games combined. The Browns on the year have allowed two rushing touchdowns to running backs, uh, just three total to the position. And the thing is, in games without a touchdown this year, Gus Edwards has yet to top seven fantasy points. But I will say, you have to monitor Keaton Mitchell here because a big part of why I had the Gus bus parked this week was because I was like, it's three running back committee against a team that really struggles, uh, that really stops the run. But if Mitchell is out, I think that puts Gus a little bit more in play. Yeah, I mean, I think Gus has that touchdown upside, but understand that the, the number of touches is not going to be big because you do have three guys sharing them uh, and the Browns very stingy against running backs. Let's get to the tight ends because everybody needs help at tight end, especially this week with Travis Kelsey off. Everybody needs help at tight end. So who are your starts and sits? Dalton Kincaid, I'm just riding the hot hand there. Speaking of riding the hot hand, there's no hotter hand right now than Taysom Hill. The only tight end with more fantasy points in the last month is Travis Kelsey. Dalton Schultz is in play, and I think Kate Otten is a good streaming option this week. My sits, it pains me to say, but Kyle Pitts because Arthur Smith. You just got to start Johnny Smith if you're starting anyone there. David Njoku, Michael Mayer, and Jawan Johnson are my sit tight ends. All right, so we got the whole overview there. Let's dive into some guys individually. Dalton Schultz. Um, look, week to week, the numbers can be up and down a little bit. Over the course of the season, he's turning out to be a tight end one. And with no Nico Collins, it feels like a lot more targets could come his way. Yeah, speaking of tight end one, he was the tight end one last week, scoring 27 fantasy points. He ran a team high 34 routes, had 11 targets, 10 catches, and 130 yards. Uh, he is a touchdown in four of his last five games, and in all four of those games, he has topped 13 fantasy points. Three times has gone over 16. The floor is low, but here's the thing about every tight end not named Travis Kelsey. They bring a low floor, but the ceiling is very high with Dalton Schultz. He's getting more involved. It's a good matchup as the Bengals have allowed the second most fantasy points per game to tight ends. Plus, like Marcus said, Probably more volume with no Nico Collins. So Dalton Schultz is on the up. And we get the rare and elusive double Dalton in this one. We go from Dalton Schultz to Dalton Kincaid, who at this point is feeling like a weekly must start. 
Yeah, at some point, probably next week, it's going to become too obvious to include Dalton Kincaid as a start because you're going to be like, yeah, I know, I know. What else should I do with this guy? But he led the Bills last week in routes, targets, and catches, was second in yards. I know he had a costly fumble, but he is still getting used a whole lot in the red zone. And since the 1970 merger, that is 53 years ago, he has more catches in three games, a three-game span by any tight end than any other tight end ever, and it's just the second tight end with at least five catches and at least 50 yards in three straight games. So he's riding very hot. He has a good matchup against the Broncos who have allowed the third most fantasy points to tight ends. Yeah, he is a must start, right? Yeah, Dalton Kincaid finally coming around and becoming the guy we thought he could be when the Bills drafted him. Uh, also, just a reminder that if guys don't pop in the first you know month of the season, it does not mean they are busts. You just, you know, like 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 Ace Ventura once said, if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. That's all. <laughs> uh, we got to go with that. All right. You know, we do have another game in Germany this week. Sunday morning football is back for an encore in Frankfurt, Germany, exclusively on NFL Network. Watch with the world as the Colts face off against the Patriots. Rise, shine and watch on Sunday, November 12th at 930 a.m. Eastern only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL Plus. It's time now for Club Dub. These are the guys we guarantee will score at least 25 fantasy points this week. So speaking of that game in Germany, uh, you like one of those guys this week. Michael Pittman Jr., or as I would call him, must start Pittman Jr. this week. Look, the volume is simply too good to get away from. He has double-digit targets in five games already this season, and he is... Scored double-digit fantasy points in all but one game, including at least 14 in four straight. And you might fear, you know, the, the narrative that Bill Belichick takes away the opposing team's best weapon. Unless Bill is lining up opposite of Michael Pittman Jr., I don't know if he's going to be able to stop him this week as the Patriots have allowed the fifth most yards and second most touchdowns to receivers since week five. I would pay money to see Bill Belichick line up opposite <laughs> Michael Pittman Jr. Um I just would like to see it. That's all. Uh, I'm going to go with Tony Pollard going against the New York football giants this week. And I know it's been an up and down ride, mostly down for a lot of Tony Pollard managers this season, but he's got the giants and his best game of the season came against the giants. That was back in week one. I think he's going to have another big week this week. The giants have given up 13 rushing touchdowns. That is third most in the NFL. I think this is going to be another one-sided contest. So you'll see Pollard get plenty of touches and I truly believe this is the week that his touchdown drought ends. So if you've been rocking with Tony Pollard, uh, cheer up. I think the next couple of weeks, things get better for him. This week, it's the Giants. Next week, it's the Panthers. So everybody who's been frustrated, I think, can get at least a little bit of relief for the next couple of weeks. Stick around because we are going to help you replace some injured players that you might be struggling with on your respective squads. We will dive into the medical tent coming up on the Stardom Sodom Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joined, as we always are about this time, by Laquan Jones, who's wearing a normal shirt today. What yeah, happened? Are you we're going doing laundry or something? Today. Yeah, it's laundry week. Don't uh, quiet. Got those it. loud shirts only. Nah. All right. <laughs> no, All right. So, like, he does actually have uh, non-loud shirts in the wardrobe. That's good to know. Uh we are doing a little thing we're calling the medical tent. That's what it says here on the screen, because you probably like everybody in your league is dealing with injuries across your fantasy rosters. So we're going to talk about some guys that you may have to sit because of injury and some potential options to replace them. So, Florio, let's start in Houston. We talked about Tank Dell. We talked about Dalton Schultz. And the reason we like those guys this week, at least partially, is because uh, Nico Collins is gone. Yeah, unfortunately, I need to pull Nico Collins from a few of my lineups, as I'm sure many of you out there do. So Rashid Shahid is a name that you could grab off the waiver wire to replace Collins or any of your players on by this week. Shahid dominates uh, the deep ball usage in New Orleans and the Vikings have allowed they're in the top seven in deep yards allowed to receivers top five and just regular yards allowed to the position. And Shahid is like, look, he could get you three fantasy points or he could literally match Tyreek Hill's production for a week. Like, that's just the kind of player he is. <laughs> I mean, Laquan, he's sort of the he's one of those better and best ball kind of guys. Yeah. But weirdly, where Derek Carr can't seem to connect with Chris Olave on deep balls. Yeah, that's he's weird. Up with Shahid. I mean, he's getting it done. He has the big playability. You would think Chris Olave would be the plug and play guy there. But things are just happening with Rashid Shahid. So it's like you got to go with the guy that's going to be making the big plays. And like Florio said, he could have a Tyreek Hill like week I or mean, nothing. Yeah. Or nothing. <laughs> or nothing. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I think when it first started happening, you're like, all right, hey, that was kind of nice, but he's still sort of boomer bust. And now it keeps happening. You're sort of like, all right, well, maybe this is a thing. And maybe yeah. you guys sort of buy it. It's a perfect it. marriage of because you got Derek Carr, who's great at the deep ball. So again, you would think it would be Chris Olave to get those touchdowns increased, but looks like the perfect marriage is with Rashid. So. It's- Never would have thought that was going to happen, Never. But, but here we are in week <laughs> 10. Uh, just when we thought everything was right with the Bengals offense and guys are starting to get healthy, T. Higgins shows up with a hamstring injury. He has been ruled out for this week. So uh, what should folks be doing? I mean, I would like to pivot to somebody that's on the same offense. You can go with Irv Smith. I mean, he's a big body target where you can target him downfield, makes the athletic catches. I mean, he's a guy that has a huge red zone presence as well. I mean, he found the end zone last week. I've always been a swerve and Irvin type of guy. So I was happy he was able to uh, get in the end zone again. But he his target share should increase with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins both banged up right now. One can 
only assume that, but it's nasty work out there on the wire. So you kind of don't have that many options. So why not pick up a guy that's on an offense that's proven that can go downfield and put some points on the board? I mean, you know how I feel about this, Florio. Can we finally hashtag let Irv swerve? <laughs> when, when Laquan said it, I was like, oh, we've been waiting we've on been this, waiting show for this for, for so years. Long. So long. I, I believe in the talent that is Irv Smith, but I, I agree with La- Laquan's points. You get a, a player on an offense that we know could score a lot of points. It's just like, come on. If not now, then when, Irv? Please, please come through for us. Well, you know, last week he had a touchdown. They actually, went, uh, he had a touchdown. I think Drew Sample also had a touchdown last week, too. So they're starting to integrate the tight ends a little bit more. Uh, a very good matchup for tight ends this week uh, for the Bengals. So uh, I do believe that, you know, at least if you're looking to stream the position, that, that this is a good week to get him in there. I and also just wanted to say hashtag let Irv swerve because that's how I roll. <laughs> Let's make that a thing um, now. <laughs> over in Germany, the Colts are there. You mentioned you like Michael Pittman as a start. Josh Downs, though, is uh, dealing with a knee injury. It's going to keep him out of action. So this is a chance to pivot to another rookie in Jackson Smith in Jigba, who starting to get some more love in the Seattle offense. And this is a very good week, I think, for Seattle pass catchers. They've got the Washington Commanders, and that commander defense has been very generous to opposing passing games. It certainly doesn't hurt for Seattle that they don't have to deal with Montez Sweat and Chase Young getting after Geno Smith a little bit. So I know, Florio, your bold prediction for NFL Fantasy Live was that all three of their pass catchers have at least 15 fantasy points. So plenty of upside there this week. Uh, but bigger picture, uh, Laquan, does this mean we are we are back in the JSN business for the rest of the season? I know I am. I mean, things are starting to click for him. I mean, the last three games, he saw 13 fantasy points per game. That's something you want to see from a rookie wide receiver to get the production and be consistent in his offense. And I'm liking Geno targeting him all over the field as well because he's one of those guys that could just take off at any point and bring it to the house. All right, so we are big on Jackson Smith in Jigba, so that's good news there. Uh, let's go back around again, because Kirk Cousins, we know, is out for the season with the Achilles injury, which uh, obviously it, it stinks for him, it stinks for the Vikings, it stinks for fantasy. So a lot of people probably trying to stream, trying to plug and play. Uh, who's a good option uh, for this week and maybe beyond? I like Baker Mayfield a whole lot this week. And like Margaret said, maybe beyond because Baker Mayfield this season uh, has had two games under 16 fantasy points. He's top 19 in each of his last two. As far as streamers go, uh, over 16 pretty much every week is as safe of a floor as you could get. He has shown there's some upside there. And the Titans are a defense that we know can be beat by receivers, especially downfield. And the Bucs have the receivers to do so, especially there, that guy right there, Mike Evans. So I think Baker Mayfield is a good play if you've been streaming Kirk uh, if you have to stream to replace Kirk Cousins or I mean Patrick Mahomes Tua Jalen Hurts are all sidelined this week because of buys so a lot of people need quarterbacks Baker Mayfield is a name for you yeah there's so many streaming options this week I mean you've got quarterbacks injured you've got quarterbacks on buy uh I mean how, how are we feeling about Bake Bake LQ I mean where where on the cycle of Baker Mayfield are we like do you <laughs> yeah. play well is he gonna talk trash about it I don't know I don't, I don't know where we are in the cycle right now Look, I just recently became a fan of Baker Mayfield I Obviously, because he played for the Rams, and he did some good things in that he game. A good thing for the Rams. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I was happy about that. But man, <laughs> as long as he has the weapons around him, healthy with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, it's like I kind of want to buy into Baker as a streamer guy that could plug and play. And like, I just lost Aaron Jones. I picked up Baker, a nice little replacement in two quarterback leagues, but. 
you have the weapons around him. I think he's able to produce when he can, especially with Mike Evans on that deep ball. And see, I think that's the thing for me, too, is not only has he played well enough to be in lineups, but he's elevated the guys around yes. him, too. Mike Evans is a thing. We're talking about streaming Kate Otten in leagues this week because Baker's getting them the ball. Uh, more tight end issues since we're talking about streaming some tight ends there. Dallas Goddard going to be out for what looks like a month uh, with a fractured arm. I see the name here, and it's like... Like, I can't be mad at it, right? Like, I want to be mad at it, but at some point, we just got to accept that this is what is it in is what it is. Like, why not pivot to another tight end who's a tight end one for his team? And, and like, John New Smith, I mean, it may be toxic right now. It is what it is, <laughs> but he's second on the team in receptions and receiving yards. He's top five in yards after catch among tight ends. Like, as you see, he has the big playability to take it to the house at any point of the game. He's just clicking in this offense right now. And surprisingly, he's highly available to you on the way which I'm not quite sure why now I've been starting this guy since week four and been flexing him. So he has the big playability like we saw last week. So why not target yourself some John U. Smith? I mean, we just accepted this, right, Florio, that, that, that John U. Smith is the tight end one in Atlanta. Yeah. And Stardom Sidham article this week, I was like, what I want to happen doesn't score fantasy points. So we got to John U. Smith and Taysom Hill are the only tight ends in the NFL that get goal line carries. Yes. Let's which go. Which makes zero <laughs> sense whatsoever. It's like Marlo Stanfield said in The Wire. You want it to be one way, but it's the other way. You want it to be Kyle Pitts. <laughs> it's John U. Smith. Uh, as we're wrapping it up, though, let's talk some tight ends because Darren Waller, we know, is out with a hamstring injury. He is on injured reserve and it's an easy pivot to Cade Otten. We talked about Baker Mayfield, talked about the Buccaneers offense and Cade Otten is a guy who gets a lot of looks, especially down near the goal line. And that's really what we want from a streaming tight end. If you can score a touchdown, then that makes you a viable tight end one for the week. So uh, Cade Otten, a guy you can get into some lineups. <laughs> Okay, was he anything more than a week-to-week streaming option? He's not really a long-term option, is he? I don't think he's a long-term option. You got guys that are banged up right now in the tight end position, so I like streaming him, putting him in you know positions where I have to, but I honestly think he's like a relevant tight end to have on your watch list or have stash, especially with these fantasy playoffs coming up. Yeah, I think that's maybe the big key there. The fantasy playoffs are coming. If you're looking to stream tight ends, maybe start looking ahead to playoff schedules and see who has a good one. Stay and, ready uh, so you don't have move. to get ready. There it is right there. Uh, we have been ready for this show. Hopefully you were ready to enjoy it because uh, it's over now. So appreciate <laughs> you hanging out with us. That's going to do it for this edition of the Stardom Cinema Show. For Michael F. Florio, for Laquan Jones, I am Marcus Grant. Enjoy week 10, everybody. We will talk to you again real soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.